Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Well, Kevin, I'll throw you a fastball right down the pipe, right in the the wheelhouse. And this is from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Casey says, basketball roster, are we, quote, ever going to get an update on the finalized basketball roster? This time last year, the university was already doing promo videos of the team practicing. Guys, okay, this came right down the pipe. That was a fastball right over the middle. I mean, right in the wheelhouse. I mean, every time you do it, Randy, all I do is check swing. I don't, you know, I don't go all the way around. I don't do it. You fouled a bunch ball. of them off. Now you got a chance to hit a grand slam. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to find out, I, I hope, sometime this week. I don't know that it'll be this week. Uh, I do feel like that. <laughs> All right, here's what I'm going to say. I've, I've said this forever. Arkansas has an unnamed commitment, not a silent commit. When I hear silent commit, that has a connotation with it as a player that's on the fence. They're not sure they won't make a full-throated commitment. They might be looking at their options. This is way beyond that. It's just an unnamed commitment. Uh, it, it, it's way beyond silent commit. So, uh, Arkansas potentially, potentially, I'm not saying it's going to end up this way, potentially could end up with 14 players who would otherwise all be on scholarship. They're not none projected typically as a walk-on, but they might end up with a situation like that. There's a couple of unresolved issues. I never speak specifically or directly about academics or medical stuff, but I've used the word availability. So there may be one or two guys, there's some question marks about availability next year. I think there's been movement on at least one of those getting closer to being resolved. On another one, I think they're just waiting on word on that. Uh, there may end up being a red shirt in the mix. Um, and, and so those are some of the things that we've kind of been talking around, dancing around a little bit. But I've been asked not to speak, speak in specifics. And so, yes, we're still in July. I know everybody wants to know now, but the, whoever sent that message is right. Arkansas, by this time, often has a lot of photos they put out on their websites, videos from practice, different things. That's not the tack that's been taken right now, maybe because – you know, I haven't asked specifically, is this why you're not doing that? I've just assumed the reason is because they don't want people counting faces and heads and trying to guess everything right now uh, because I think there's going to be a resolution on some things soon enough. And when that happens and the dust settles, I think, you know, it, it may not be as bad as it potentially could be uh, or it may be as bad as one or two not available or someone leaving. You just don't know that right now. We just don't know that right now. But the, the unnamed commit, uh, that one seems pretty solid to me based on the information I have in addition to just being a commit. Um, but, uh, you know, that name will come out soon enough. A lot of people on social media have guessed at it and gotten it right. I can't comment or confirm it, and I'm not going to say the name, but, it, you know, there's some folks that have kind of keyed in, tuned in, and figured it out. But, um, you know, there's some more foul balls there for you, Randy. Foul being a – uh, the operative word, you can use that in many ways. I know it stinks and people don't want to get half answers, but that's where we're at right now. Did you ever, were you 
old enough to know a television show. Uh, I think it came on Saturday nights at like 6 o'clock or maybe 7 o'clock. You ever heard of Lawrence Welk? <laughs> Good grief. A one, a two, a three. Yeah, a Oh, one, he's heard four. of it. Yeah. yeah. And the well, My, my grandparents watched that. There and you when go. I was over at their house, I got my Lawrence Welk time in. Randy, did you used to watch a lot of Lawrence Welk? Well, my parents did, so I had to watch. You only had one TV in the house. <laughs> okay. So I was always playing dominoes and gambling I, with my brother with Lawrence Welk in the background. I just I just think you'd make a marvelous dancer on Lawrence Welk if they still had the program. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You oh, know, boy. Hey, oh, Kevin, can I point out something? You yeah. You have connections. You are not an employee of the athletic department at the University of Arkansas. So, therefore, why should we expect you to know everything that the coaches know? It's almost like you get chewed on because you don't give us every tidbit of information. Well, maybe he knows. But you don't work there, do you? To my knowledge, you do not work work at the athletic department, do you? Okay. That's what I thought. I know. And and what I think I know is probably solid. The problem is it changes. There's more information coming in throughout the day, and until I have the next conversation, there's probably stuff that's changed a little bit and moved in a, uh, either one direction or the other that I don't know yet until the next conversation. But I have them quite often, and, you know, there's a reason things are on hold. I'm respecting that process. Um, and, you know, it's it's not typical. But you And I saw one of the National College Basketball analysts tweet out a few days ago I don't recall the name, who it was exactly, but it was one of the recognizable names that covers sports and said with everything going on with NIL, with opportunities to, you know, go in the portal, if you've graduated, you can, you know, guys are going to get their summer credits and be able to graduate and they'll still be able to get in the portal and go somewhere else. We haven't seen all of it yet. With everything being so fluid with the, with and, and not stable, with all these different options, it, it seems like a lot of schools, not just Arkansas, are impacted by things not being finalized just yet. Some of it's academic. Um, and, again, I don't speak specifically to that, but in generics, that's part of it, you know, just generically going into it. And, you know, I, so when I'm thinking about Arkansas' situation right now, I'm like, well, here's a national guy not even talking about Arkansas. He's just speaking on it in the landscape of college basketball. And it's so true because the specifics I am getting – align with what these national guys are seeing across the country when they look at college basketball. I mean, you look at Tennessee, Alabama, some of these schools, are they've got some things going on right now. Our Kentucky, where their numbers aren't where they need to be just yet, they, they, you know, they're kind of rounding those things out. Uh, but a lot of these places are still figuring out what their roster is going to look like, including Arkansas. This from our Asher Wrecker Service hey, by Company. by the way, yeah, I got a link. I can now look at the Asher Wrecker Service Family Found. The, 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 the you fan, got, fan feedback. I you got to get the I right lingo down. So, no, so, so, hey, you do it. You keep doing it every time you're on. When you're gone, because Damon sent it to me, I can now read it. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Did you hear that, Nola? Yeah, it happened. All right. There are miracles on Markham still still Damon's happening. Damon's the man. Yeah. Damon's the man. All right, this uh, from Eric says, Hoop Scoop. Ask Kevin, does he think next season 
will be what we have been accustomed to with Muss and the team starting out slow and coming on strong later in the year? That is a great question. And that has been the blueprint. I mean, that's the way it's played out. So based on history, the easy answer is, yeah, probably. The interesting, what, what is a little bit different this time, in my opinion, is that Arkansas has really loaded up on veteran players out of the portal. Uh, and it's not as much of a high school class as it is portal class. Uh, we saw that two years ago in Arkansas. did get to a slow start, but that slow start was 0-3. Trey, Ray, Trey Wade moved into the starting lineup. Uh, Devo Davis kind of shifted into that six-man role. And Arkansas, of course, corrected pretty quickly. I, I think they they got things solved a little faster than they did the previous year when they went two and four. And then last year, I think they started one and five, one and four, something like that. So uh, I think because of the veterans they brought in, plus I love the retention. I, I really think with Brazil, Devo coming back, Mackay, Graham, they've been in the program. These guys have had roles in the top rotation, even Graham a little bit there. Uh, so I think between what they're bringing back in retention, what they get, what they're getting out of the portal, I think there's a good chance that Arkansas will be a, a more uh, well-rounded team by mid-season, which is when conference play starts, or about a third of the way in when they hit, when they hit those snags. And I think this time around they may be better prepared for league play and not still figuring a lot of stuff out. The other part of that is, so many more schools now are dealing with the portal stuff and, and, and dealing with their rosters. So a lot of those team programs, no matter how much talent they have, are going to go through some of those growing pains too. And that might help even the playing field early in league play for Arkansas as well. This from Savage. He says, ask Kevin where he thinks Cooper Flag will end up in college. Oh, he's got to oh. come to Arkansas. Cooper Flag. That's that's my Half guy. Staff. He's got to get Cooper Flag. No, he's a full uh, staff uh, guy. Flag flying at full staff. That's right. That's um, right. I don't know. I don't know where he's going to land. Um, you know, uh, great player on the high school level. Great for Team USA last spring and last summer. Uh, he just had a huge. He had a monster game. And I mean, he's one of the top five players in that class, you know, 2025. And, uh, you know, Arkansas's offered him, recruited him. um, But, uh, you know, will he end up at Arkansas? You know, they've got, the Hogs got their work cut out for him if they get, if they get him. Uh, But I'm not sure. I don't have a projection for where he ends up. Is he a junior this upcoming year? Correct. Okay. Yep. Class of 2025, so he'll be a junior. Uh, You know, you keep your eyes on, you know, you know, overtime elite, um, G League ignite. I mean, we'll see what you know. We'll see what if he chooses the college route or who else jumps in the mix for him. All right, Kevin, hang on. We got one more segment with right. Kevin McPherson, been on his hoop scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. And thanks again to Chris Walker and the great guys out there and gals at Fence Brokers. Drive Time Sports will continue. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. 
Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. This from Betty. Rick as Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> Despite Rick's woefully deficient attempts to run the show, Rick's contributions are absolutely outstanding in making Drive Time Sports Arkansas's premier talk show program. His historical, genuinely, and Christian perspectives are uniquely rich and invaluable. I love to listen to you. <laughs> Keep it up, Rick. Well, that's that's very nice, and she did point out my absolutely uh, <laughs> abominable ability to get on the show yesterday. So I, I appreciate the compliment. Thank you. That's very nice. All right, this from our Buzz text line, and this for Hoop Scoop, better known as Kevin McPherson. Will Bob Huggins be reinstated? What does Hoop Scoop think about Duke next year? Will they be a national championship contender team? Well, a couple of things. I think I think Bob Huggins is is you know really maybe all he's doing at this point is making further tainting his legacy. But we'll, you know he's cooked. You you always want you know I guess. <laughs> He's retaining it, you know, his attorney. They, they, I don't know what they're cooking up, but I, like you said, I think he's cooked. So I don't know what, what he hopes to accomplish here. I, I don't see any landing spot for him back at West Virginia at this point, except maybe somewhere down the line where they honor him for something way past what, what, what's going on right now. Or, Kevin, he may um, be angling for more money. Maybe that's probably you know, what it is. Would that's you say probably the what it is. And so. Ev- evidently, they released a statement from him that he didn't make. That's what he says. Right. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know he's he, you know he's probably trying to figure out a a way to make this work a little better for him financially. I don't know oh, how man. he could have a realistic expectation that he's still not that he's still the coach there and nothing's changed. Because <laughs> effectively that's what he's saying. I'm still the coach there. I'm still employed. You know. <laughs> This Send me the check. Much to do about nothing. I mean, but it's you know, funny. if he if he is sixty seven or sixty eight years old, and he doesn't have after all those years in coaching and all the money he's gotten paid, he needs more money for what? And if, well, and he's had and he's probably had retirement this whole time too. So what's what's the deal? What does he need? Yeah. Well, first of all, enough's never enough for many, if not most. And you know, he's got attorneys on retainer that you know. But you certainly know they're advising him mm-hmm. to d- get him to dig deeper because that also helps them. Now, I don't know specifics on this, so I don't want to overspeak it, but that, you know, based on 50 years of experience of living, sometimes those things tr- tend to be true. Uh, as far as Duke, that was part of the other question. You know, I don't know uh, that I'd go as far as to say Duke's a, Duke's a national championship contender next year, but anytime you get a program like that on your schedule, uh, you certainly want to tout that as a blue blood program that's always got a chance. And so, you know, if you're Arkansas, the talking points are this is a national championship level program. It's a blue blood, and this is an opportunity that we relish because you get them on your home court. Like those, and, and when you think about the four previous meetings, there have always been significant national, you know, NCAA tournament three of the four times. We're talking twice met in the Final Four. Arkansas wins a title in one of those matchups. 
title game a few years before that. Duke beat Arkansas in the semifinals in Denver. Went on to lose to UNLV uh, in the championship game. And then the following season, Arkansas beats Duke in the preseason NIT. These are both top five, ten-ranked teams. Arkansas wins in the semifinals of that, loses to Arizona in the finals of NIT. But that's the season Duke comes back and beats an undefeated UNLV team in the national semifinals and wins it all, beating Kansas. Yeah, uh, The Kansas team that beat Arkansas in the Elite Eight that year. So huge national implications. We know the last time these teams met were just two seasons ago in the Elite Eight. So once again, you had Final Four implications with an NCAA tournament matchup between the two programs. So you don't talk about Duke if you're Arkansas without mentioning this is a national title uh, competitive team just about every year. That, you know, This has major implications even though the game's in November because of the impact it's going to have not only in perception, but likely you're, you're, it's, a, it's a quad one win opportunity for both teams even as early as the, in the season is November. Kevin, what are you hearing? What, what is the reason? It seems like uh, every year it seems to last longer and longer and longer it is for the upcoming basketball season schedule to be released. Do you know what's going on with the schedule? Not much. I mean, I've been told that there's not, for the second year in a row, there will not be an in-state team on the schedule. That's not been out there yet. Uh, this is based on my talks with all the programs. Uh, so, this, you know, I guess I'm giving you a little something today. I mean, my understanding is that Arkansas, for a second consecutive season, will not play an in-state program. They had one year, they had uh, Little Rock and UCA on the schedule in the same regular season. They played UCA twice in back-to-back years. They had them on the regular season schedule twice. They had Little Rock in Mussman's first year as an exhibition game. So for a second consecutive season, doesn't look like there'll be an in-state Division One team or any in-state team, for that matter, on the schedule. Let's see if they figure something out, maybe getting one of those in for an exhibition game, uh, but certainly not regular season from what I'm told unless something changes. Some of the names of uh, some of the three, four of the non-conference home games have been announced. The field, uh, we know the field for the battle for Atlantis. We just don't know the matchups yet. We know that Arkansas, obviously, Duke is that one of those four home games in the ACC. SEC Challenge is the first one. And they'll play Oklahoma again at, at the neutral side in Tulsa at the BOK Center. That's in early December, like it is every year. So we know a little bit. We know the SEC matchups and, and sites. We just don't know the dates and television designations for those. We know Arkansas gets... You know, Kentucky in the round robin again, so home and away. Um, uh, they get Tennessee at home, Alabama on the road. They played Alabama on the road five consecutive years with only two home games as part of home and away. So they, you know, so, uh, you know, the, the SEC's been kind of helping Nate Oates and Alabama in scheduling with Arkansas. And to get Tennessee at home and not have a return game there is kind of rare because it's been 2017 18 since that had happened. Arkansas's played a lot at Tennessee. Not as much at home. All right, Kevin, we will talk with you this Friday. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Thanks again to Chris and the gang at Fitz Brokers. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater.